Hey guys, this is your warning. We do post up spoilers. At times we're relatively offensive. We use vulgar language. So if you think that any of those are gonna offend you in any way, shape, or form, take your step back right now. Cause buddy, uh, this is not the place for you. Anywhom, have fun listening to us. And yeah, this has been your final warning. Welcome to Cinematic Anarchy, and uh, with me this evening we have our, uh, well, we have our, our new regular, uh, Mr. Viking. Hello. Uh, and we have Miss B. <laughs> Hello. And uh, this evening we're going to go ahead and have a little bit of a chat about a fantastic film that we uh, all watched on Netflix, uh, What Keeps You Alive. Uh, so good. Pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. Sorry, pleasantly deceiving as well. It was very deceiving, but good. The movie quietly sneaks up on you and then drags you kicking and screaming through the rest of the fucking film. <laughs> yeah, it's literally. Just, yeah, very, it was quite bad. literally. Uh, and seeing Bro, I was I was fucking yelling at my TV like, bitch, what the fuck are you doing? You had every fucking opportunity to run the fuck away, but no. You had to sit in the house and wait. Like, no, did what you did to the end, like, you know, the little sneak, like, twist at the end, keep doing that, but then get in the car and drive the fuck away. Good. She was in the car and she was driving away. That, I think she went back. That was predictable. That part right there was kind of predictable. Like you knew that that she left, she left her just laying there, and it's like, why didn't you finish the job? Why just walk away at that point? You know. Yeah. Why did you walk away to prepare for the? My girlfriend thought you should have made sure. So my wife felt you should have made sure that she was dead. But no, because you're so pro at this killing game, because you've done it multiple fucking times, clearly. Um, you decide to leave the party. Hmm. You'd be surprised how many people can survive a fall like that. I've done it. I know other people that have. It's not that hard to survive a fall if you land the right way. Yeah, you're in fucking agony. You know, you'll dislocate a few limbs. You'll probably break an ankle, but you can survive it. Well, I guess yep. the main purpose was that it was supposed to look like an accident. So if she went and finished her. Yeah, but the, all she would have had to have done is kind of like break the neck. And then it could have looked like she broke her neck in the fall. Yeah. I suppose. I mean... Realistic. Technically, there's, like, a, there's a difference between breaking your neck in a fall and then having somebody physically break your neck. There's going... She was talking about forensics. She was smart about the whole thing. So I'm guessing that she yeah. wouldn't have tried to do that herself and would have done what you saw her doing throughout the woods. Basically, you know, Jackie's walking through the woods after Jules, just, you know, crying, and then 
pretending to cry, sorry. Not actually crying. No, the bit that, no, the bit that got me was right at the end, yeah? Uh, well, not right at the end, but when it was at nightfall, and she's looking for him, she's doing the fake cry, and then all of a sudden she just, like, goes from <laughs> to... All right, I'm done playing now. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> shit just got real. Because she went proper, like, dead face. Like, but a lot of these love, people, right? like, they're, they're able to switch off just like that. Psychopathic people, yes. Yeah. <sighs> yes. Like, uh, they, they, don't, another... they don't comprehend real, like, emotion. They don't... They, it's it's hard for them to you know interact. So a lot of these people, you know, they they become really good fucking actors. But another thing that got me, and in the nicest way, this is not against you and not trying to be sexist. But women are very easily overpowered in certain circumstances. Okay, that that's a true fact. Realistically, there was two women against one. Could a rugby tackled her down, got the knife from her. Boom, she's defenseless. Really? She fucking just stood there while, while Jackie went running after this girl. That's she just Sarah fucking stood was... Literally, you could have booted her in the fucking chest long before she reached the other bitch to fucking hack her up. Exactly. You had every it's opportunity. Ridiculous. You could have started running towards her before she came out and fucking pushed her off the balcony. Or, or even, yeah, while she was chasing her, you could have ran out, got in the car and drove the fuck off. Been like, yeah, right, I might have sacrificed two people, but I'm gone. Exactly. Literally anything <sighs> but just sit there. Exactly. There, there was so many... Sat there. So if, many opportunities yeah, for her to was do a, something. If there was a tree of things she could have done, she basically sat at the roots and looked up at them. That was it. That's all she did. She's like, yeah, I'm not moving. I'm just going to watch all these outcomes that I could have done and not yep. do any of them. So Why? Because of fear? Fear should have led you to fucking run. Yeah. I have one major gripe with the movie. Honestly, fantastic movie pretty much throughout, but there's just one scene that I looked at and went, that was bullshit. <laughs> they decided... So to just have a sound effects brawl upstairs, just kind of following the underside of the floor as this whole battle is supposed to be going on upstairs. And I'm sitting here going, what the fuck's the point to that? I don't want to see... Well, the one that... Go ahead. The, the sound effects that started annoying me, the beginning of the movie, every... The, my first inkling that I think is Jackie, yeah, Jackie, or is it Jules... Jackie. We'll call her Megan. Megan. No, we'll call her Megan because that was her name. Megan. Yeah. Um, the bit that made me all automatically sus of Meg was the boathouse, the burnt down boathouse, and she was zoned out. And then you start hearing the eerie music like every fucking time. That yeah. automatically like triggers in my head like something's about to go down with this bitch, and she'd be sus. But they used it too many times for every fucking scene with her, and it started to piss me off after, like, the third one. I was like, bruh. Use them efficiently. Okay. Don't every fucking scene just... Not everything has to be a dramatic little jump scare moment. Exactly. exactly. Or, in some cases, a jump scare... They, a build-up for a jump scare that doesn't happen. Yeah, exactly. That's what they were doing. They was building up for a jump scare that just didn't happen. 
But the one bit I did like was obviously in the bit where Megan pushes Jules off the cliff, like before she does it, where she sits there and goes, you didn't think I killed Jenny, did you? It's like, no, I don't know what I thought. But then when she kills Sarah, you just hear her go, Jenny fought harder than this. It's like, oh, shit. So she did kill Jenny, but even at that age when they were just kids, she knew what she was doing to make it look like it was an accident. Well, I think but she had the... told the story about the the what was it, a bear a bear or a deer? It was a bear. I think it would have been a deer. Oh, my bad. Sorry, my bad. Though. Okay, so she had told the story about how she went hunting with her father and she had shot a bear and she thought it was dead. When she went up to it, it was still like it was still alive. And she just stood there for 20 minutes and just watched the life drain from her eyes. And she's telling the story to Jules with dead eyes, no emotion, nothing. She's singing that fucking song about whatever the fuck the, the demon song. Yeah, that would have been red flags to me the second she stood there and watched the life. Like, the second you go, I sat there for 20 minutes watching the life drain from its eyes, I'd be like, okay, right, so I'm, I'm going to go. Bye, uh, I'll, f- I'll send you the paperwork for the divorce. That creepy-ass fucking me. song, sorry. That creepy-ass fucking song. The first thought in my head after hearing somebody sing that with the face, the look on her face that she had while she was singing it would not be, oh, you're so fucking hot. No. Yeah, no. No. It would be, no, but, uh, you're telling a fucking yourself. true story. What, what, mm, what are your demons? Well, you creepy as hell. I got some, I got some skeletons in my closet, but that's some fucked up shit, Bob. Um, another bit that I didn't like, Daniel shouldn't have died. That was, he, <laughs> he I liked his character. Because he was just like the casual yeah. husband. He was like, yeah, so this is all good. He was just the casual husband. And then the next thing you know, exactly. like, what? And then well, it gets slit. It's like, why? I why? knew that Daniel was going to die the second Jackie had a chance. The second. The second she had a chance. Oh, yeah. Uh... <coughs> fucking bitch. <laughs> like, okay, the second she fucking started running towards Daniel, Jules should have grabbed Sarah and started running for the car. Exactly, I mean, like, I, Daniel, we we were a good couple, but you're dead. But and then Yeet just ran. Yep. Oh, so but they know they stood there done. and watched. Like, <laughs> this is the thing I hate about movies. They try and make movies nowadays seem more like realistic. It's like it's not going to be realistic until you see some people make some genuine fucking decisions. Like, I'm sorry, if I was in a horror movie and I see someone get killed right in front of me, I'm not going to stand there and go, oh, I'm like, bye, gone. I'm going to be Yeah, exactly. Make, Make realistic fucking decisions. Come on. Well, I mean, if they made realistic decisions, the movie would be over pretty fucking quick. Let's be honest. Not necessarily. Not necessarily, because they still got the police who are going to try and find the killer and everything. And there's so many paths that can still lead down. It's a different type of movie at that point. Pace of the killer. It's a different type of movie. I would have loved to have seen Halloween where you see fucking Michael Myers get caught. And then he's in his court case. Just fucking standing there. That would have been brilliant to see, in my opinion. Michael Myers, Michael fucking court. Yeah, in court, just getting told off by this judge. 
just fucking like you don't even see his face you just see like you see the back of his head and then whenever the judge is talking to him you see the back of the judge's head but on the slight side of the face and then michael's there but it's his whole it's like out of focus so you can't see him you know what i mean mm-hmm. like perfect wait We're doing a sort of a a censored hold up for a second, hold on. you know we don't have permission to show this guy's face sorry right we don't want Honey, you to know show what me it your looks like for a second we don't want to let you know what he looks like for the next time that uh, he manages to escape and kill a bunch of teenagers. We'd rather you not know because that would just ruin the sequel. Exactly. Turtle Beach. Exactly. But at least, you know, we see him in court, yeah. Those, the, that's the same, they're the, not the same model. I think yours is the model above mine. So for those of Wait, you who are at mine, home mine, mine. listening to us anyway. genuine podcast, <laughs> Miss B and... Uh, Viking have decided to stop mid podcast and discuss their headsets. Yep. <laughs> Just sorry. <laughs> we're, we're twinning. We're That's twinning sh- with the turtle beach. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and you made me pull out the effort blame yourself. Right, right. Yeah, I, I could have just left well enough alone. You could have just been on your phone with your little earbuds, and we wouldn't have had to worry about all this. But no, I had to fucking complain until <laughs> you put some effort in. It's all on me. Yep. It's all on me. Uh, okay. But let us continue. Let us continue. So, I, I have a question for you guys. This is, I, say, I have a question for you guys about the movie. Okay? Out of everything, but individual perspective, what was your overall favorite scene that happened? Because I don't think we asked these sort of questions in the podcast. From the episodes I've been in, we've not actually ever asked... An overall favorite scene, so I wanted to ask that from my own perspective. I would say that your guys' favorite scene. Personally, my favorite scene would be the rowboat race across the uh, the lake. That was my favorite scene. That whole thing from from mm. when she's trying. First of all, let me just let me just put this into perspective for two seconds. You see the entire beginning of the movie. Where, where she shows basically her prowess for being able, to, as a marksman, to be able to nail a fucking tin can. Right? And then the next thing you got is Jules trying to race in a panic across the fucking uh, lake. And apparently she turns into a fucking stormtrooper from Star Wars and can't fucking put the mark. She keeps it in the fucking water. <laughs> So what's your next? What's your next thing? Well, okay, I'm gonna go and race her. I'm gonna go ahead and hop in the boat of my own, and I'm gonna go ahead and make it across the lake and take her out that way. Didn't work out. See, in that scene, in that scene, I only have one gripe, just one. How the fuck Daniel didn't see that that all the blood? Jules, yeah, exactly. Jules was covered in blood. It could have technically. That. It could have just looked like fucking dirt or or like. Her shirt, like no. her shirt, was wet from sweating. They cut back to Daniel. They cut back to his perspective, and his perspective. He was too far away to make them out physically. He knew that they who they were, but he was too far away to actually physically make out what was going on. He heard them screaming at each other. Yes. Okay, now you got to okay. answer the question. <laughs> Your but turn. Honey hasn't answered hers. Right, but right. Miss B. Oh, oh! I thought you were gonna go next. Okay. I, um, this is the problem with being uh, in video doing this. I'm trying to make eye contact with you, and you can't see me doing it. 
<laughs> You're just making eye contact with the ca- <laughs> Anyway. Staring strangely into the camera. That's all you can see. You don't know who you look at. Yeah, right? It's like that, um, that guy okay. with the lazy so eyes favorite... always looks like he's looking behind you, but you're like, are you looking at me? Uh, Oh, no, it is me. Okay, okay, let's go. <laughs> so, dog, look at the poster behind My favorite scene was when she gets back to the house after killing Jules a second time and finds out that she injected herself with hydrogen peroxide instead of insulin. Oh. And then she starts running through the fucking forest. That was my favorite scene, too. Why would you go running through the that fucking forest too, after finding like out that you just put fucking hydrogen peroxide that's going to cause blood clots to go to your brain? Why would you go running? That's going to cause your blood to start pumping faster. That, you know, that's probably what she was trying to do. If you pump the blood fast enough, you can kind of push the clots away. That's what she was probably trying to do. It's but because she had sat up. there for so long... No, but because she sat there for so long... If she'd done it like, almost instantly after doing it, she could have probably pushed it out of the system. But because the fact that it got so far, what she did kind of fucked her up. And she's like, oh, I'm fucked now. I'm dead. So Yeah. And she was having delusions as well. Like she saw herself as a child shooting the bear. Yeah. But basically, she saw herself as a child shooting the bear, but it was... It, 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 the bit that got me was the video. It was the video itself of her just being like, yep. I wonder how that much yep. is worth. It's like... Oh, and then after all of that, the that very, was... very last scene is Jules taking a breath. Yeah. So it's like, she's still alive again! She's still alive! How did she, how did she survive it a second time? Well, that one should have surely killed her. Okay. Oh, you need to answer the question yourself, sir. Oh, he did. That's I just said it. Yeah. Okay. My scene, personally, was that scene. But if we don't want to go off the fact of the same scenes, then my second favorite scene is the bit where obviously she just killed Daniel and Sarah and they're doing the whole black light cleaning the fucking blood away and everything and then you see Jules like don't. rubbing the blood yeah blot don't rub it's like dude this bitch is it like she knows what she's talking about oh yeah yeah she 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 a bit cr- she a bit well, <laughs> so i'll answer this question myself and i'm going to ask you guys a question about this movie as well Outside of the fact that, obviously, we love this movie, even though we're picking it the fuck apart right now. <laughs> what would you say... That, that's what you do if you love a movie. What would you say is the scene that you felt was most set outside of reality? <sighs> like, basically... What, what, that, uh, give me, like, an example. Well, basically, that... that <sighs> I'll give you my example. The one that was most set outside of reality for me would be the trophy box behind the bear's head. Where she finds the trophy box, and obviously she's done this many times before. She has uh, several little lockets in there with people's faces inside of them. So apparently she's managed to be a, a black widow of sorts since she was fucking 19 years old, even earlier because she killed one of her childhood friends, and nobody has managed to catch her at this point. Not only that, but she was very fucking sloppy about hiding it. Literally. I mean, like, that box was the very out in the it, open. Yeah, but by the sounds of it, this is the thing that's confusing me the most. Okay. 
And the fact of Sarah coming to the house being like, I've not seen anybody here for years, because she's got the locket in that house multiple times, means she's been there multiple times, which means every time she's killed a wife, it's been at that house in that area because she knows the woods like the back of her hand. The person, usually a hunt or something. So how the fuck, like you said, has nobody caught her? Like, the amount of times she's had a wife and they've died mysteriously, it's like... Yep. How? This person fell or this person drowned or this... Yeah, that's what I'm saying is once, maybe, twice could be a coincidence. That many people in that little box, yeah, that's uh, it's not a coincidence yeah, anymore. First time, uh, shame on shame on you. Second time, shame on me. Third time, I'm a fucking idiot. Fourth time, fifth time, twelfth time, um, I need a psychiatrist because I'm that clear. I'm they that need to start stupid. reevaluating <laughs> exactly how effective the police force in that area actually is. Yeah, but you need to remember that Sarah had mentioned that nobody had been to that house in years. Right. Yeah, so when they they first, like, introduced Sarah's character, she drove up to the house because there was, like, people, there were lights on inside, they lived across the lake, fucking, she drove and was like, I just, we got broken into last year, I wanted to make sure everything was fine, and she mentioned that she hadn't seen Megan, who is now going by Jackie, in years, so we know that she's been changing her name over and over and over. That's probably the only way she get away with it, because by the sound, because logically, in those regards, what would have happened would a police, like, a police will keep a record of mysterious deaths, even if you've been cleared of all charges. And if you're using the same name and you're widowing multiple people, then yeah. of course it's going to show a flag on the system. However, even in those regards, eventually, if you're seeing a pattern of Two married women, one dying and the other being widowed. Surely you're going to pull up the picture of the woman, the widow, and then eventually you're going to be like, "There's, there's no way that there's this that there's this many people that look exactly the fucking same." So a police officer, even a detective, should have clocked it at some point after about the third or fourth death. What I think happened was she uses multiple locations it's not just always at that spot she just goes back no, to that spot after she kills locations. them that's what i'm saying of course it'd be multiple locations. this is what i'm trying to say is by the time what she's doing is she's doing it from looks at in each town every time like, oh, she kills someone she goes through a whole new identity process and fucking reinvents herself but that ain't easy that ain't cheap either no it's not but she's still it's been like noted that she's well off she's been doing this insurance scam for years i still feel oh go ahead no, no, she's, no, she's got every capability of buying her way out into a new identity consistently so i feel like this movie was left dead, completely yeah. open for a sequel oh 100 i don't but it think makes you think I don't think that they showed conclusively that Jackie died. At all. Yeah, there's going to be... I feel, I feel like there's going to be something like... You know, Jules is going to be alive. She's going to make it out of there. And then we're just going to see something like a cutscene and Jackie's just in a hospital. Or something like that. She was in a coma and then the from, second from movie, whatever for... Yeah, just in some yeah, like, like, coma Jules, for a while. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, like Jules, like it does a whole like five years later thing. Jules has made a new wife. She's happy and everything. Then all of a sudden, like she starts seeing glimpses of of uh, fucking Jackie everywhere. And then eventually, you know, Jackie's like just in the house above her in the bed, and she just puts her hand over her mouth like shh. Jackie slash uh, Megan, I guess is that what we're going with? It was yeah, it definitely had multiple identities. I, 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 yeah, I refer to her as Megan because that's clearly her original name. That's her real name, Megan. Jackie is an alias that she has chosen when she married Jules. Okay, that's a really good fucking idea. See, see I'm already good with the plot ideas for new films, like bro. <laughs> just, just give, just give me a director's role, man. I got this. I got this shit down. <laughs> I know right. how I want a movie to go, and it'll turn out amazing. <laughs> On that uh, nice little high note, I think we can go ahead and roll into the uh, sponsorship portion of our podcast. And when we come back, we're going to go ahead and throw a few pitch storms around because we did fairly well with that the last time. Actually came out very well. And uh, we shall be back. All right. Thank you for staying with us through our uh, 30 second sponsorship. Uh, and this is uh, Pitch Storm Part 2 because uh, we tried, we failed. And now we're re-recording, and we have uh, Viking over here Everything doing his best to uh, make me laugh by making quite uh, lewd hand gestures. Uh, thank you for the uh, breadstick and donut demonstration, Viking. I appreciate that tremendously. Uh, and, That's actually a hot dog and a donut. Thank you very much. Fucking oh, breadstick. Thank you. I hate you, I mean... The breadstick, at least, the breadstick is not going to taint the donut at the very least. The hot dog, you're going to just... Who wants the fucking hot dog flavored donut? I could think I do. That's actually, that sounds pretty fire. That sounds pretty fire. <laughs> a, a hot dog? And now I can't hear you. What, you just went silent. I don't know. I can hear you now. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, hot dog flavored donuts. And Miss B is... Uh, Checking out on for us for just a second, so we're, we'll wait a moment before we put out our pitch storm this time around. Uh, but yeah, we, we did attempt to do our pitch storm like two seconds ago, and uh, the computer and all of our feeds just cut out all at the same time, and they couldn't hear me, and I couldn't hear them. Well, I could hear them. They could not hear and me. And I've only got time for one more pitch storm, because these headphones belong to my stepson, and he needs them back. So let's go you ahead and... You should be able uh, to use the other headphones. You should be able to use the other headphones, honey. Because now I've got mine down. The other headphones, no, they're, they're too loud. They don't work the same. No, the only reason I was loud is because I didn't have these. Mm, That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Fine. But it's usually fine. Oh, I I'm not going to risk it yet. All right. All right. So let's, uh, let's go ahead and just do this. don't have time for a sound test, right? <laughs> So, I, I, oh God, uh, <laughs> I picked out, I picked out a, I picked out a pitch storm. I'm sorry, and I am not doing this card. I'm, I'm sorry, just not, uh, because we've discussed the human centipede before, and the notes card says, uh, we, can we add more human centipede? I don't want that. No, We're good. No, uh, <laughs> no. So, I mean, you know, you know, okay, so, so you could pull that card, you could place that card, and we could say no to that card, because it is a question. Could we put more human centipede? No, no we, we can't. cannot. But I'm doing anything, something else anyway. The pitch <laughs> storm is, 
a competitive figure skater trying to get into the Olympics is sent to explore a dangerous alien planet. And the note here is, can we do this movie half live and half in claymation? Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell is the... No, 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 I've got a better actor but I forgot his name. Well, oh, because no, 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 I, I need to... Have you not Wolf? seen Blades of Glory? Have yeah, I have, seen... that's why I said no to Will Ferrell, because he's already done a, he's already done a figure skating movie. All right. No. Jonah Hill. Jonah, Jonah fucking Hill. <laughs> I want to see him do that. Oh, God, yes. Yes, Jonah Hill no. is a competitive figure skater. Hang on, hang on. Yes. I want Jonah Hill, and I want a skating partner to be Hugh Jackman. Ja- See, I was thinking Hugh Jackman first, but then I thought, yeah. no, it'd be too action with Hugh Jackman. But no, that's why I said Jonah like Hill, Jackman. but I like that combo. Jonah I want Hill. Hugh Jackman's character to be extra sensitive. I want him to be I want, okay. fucking very you- camp as well. Like camp, like the fucking pink... The pink scarf. No, no, no! I don't. Want, I don't want him like. I don't want him like fucking over no, the top. He's not, like he's, no, he's fat just camp. kind of stuff. But I want. I want him to be like. No, no, this is what I mean. He's a straight man. Okay. No, this is what I'm saying. No, no. What I mean by this, he's like he's a very straight man, but he's extremely camp about it. So he's into fashion and stuff like that. He's only attra- he's attracted to women, but he speaks like this. He's a metrosexual. And the way he does certain things, he's got to do the hand yeah. movement. Yes, he's got to do the hand movements and speaks like this. <laughs> he's like, come on, Jonah, we've got to do the move. You know, stuff like that. It'd be fucking brilliant. Okay. Yes. Like Jonah's there, like really like macho and everything, even <laughs> though he's usually the feminine one. And then Jim Jackman's just, come on, if we don't land this move, we don't get to go to the planet. Like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> So they, the, the focus is on them. I think this whole thing is is supposed to be like the best of the best from our planet being sent out to explore an an alien planet, or not just an alien planet, what they're considering a habitable planet, but it ends up being a dangerous alien planet. So they're supposed to be okay. sent and it's out. An ice planet, hence why the fix skaters in there. And I want I want Michael Ironside as the. Uh, captain the guy that basically runs the ship uh michael ironside you know him he's the main bad guy from um turbo kid okay the main bad guy i know him yes 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 i know michael ironside he's been a badass i don't know how many like budget 80s movies he was a badass in starship troopers i want michael ironside (sighs) Yeah, Starship Troopers is brilliant. I lo- I love Starship Troopers, um, and we need to have someone who scouts everyone. Like the general's obviously the one who's there, but we need an actor who's like the guy who goes to scout these people. Like he like he's the one who goes to get the best of the best of each area. He's like, okay, so this is the best of America. This Danny is DeVito. the best of Russia. This is the best of England stuff like that. No, not Danny DeVito. He's too Michael he Rooker perfect for that role. That's why it's no. Michael Rooker. What's he been in again? Michael Rooker. Oh God, uh, Merle played, from The um, Walking Dead. Yondu. Uh, what Merle? Walking Dead. Yondu from Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, I don't know if you've yes. seen Mallrats. He'd be the perfect scouting character. Yes. <laughs> he would be the perfect scouter. 
I want him with his own old hair. He's, he's done the bald thing frequently. But at one point, at one point, he did grow that hair out. And he had this weird kind of curly, almost... I want to say... Have you ever seen no, Larry Bird's hair? Yeah, no, I've got one better. No, no, no. He looks like a like he's got the glasses. He's got the fucking weird hippie ponytail and everything. Like uh, he looks like the weird hippie guy. He's just oh, I've come to get you guys. I need you guys for this uh this thing. He looks like a corporate and like hipster. he's sitting there coaching them through their training. Yeah, and like all the, all the ice skating time where it's like the fucking thing that's claymation. Okay. So it keeps cutting into claymation whenever they're on the alien planet and stuff. Yeah, okay. I like the I like this already. Yes. This is this is starting to sound good. I like this. Jonah though. Hill's got to have his signature earring though. He's got to have <laughs> his signature earring though. <laughs> yes. I, I want to see. It, I want to see at one point. I really want to see at one point Hugh Jackman walk in like with his bag in his hand like this, and like he's got two fucking big dangly hoop earrings in as he's walking in. Like, <laughs> are we ready? Are we ready? Okay. Are really sassy about it too? I want them to have a handler, basically a guy that that a guy that has to come along because he's the guy that basically runs their little team. So you have Hugh Jackman, Torbjorn. You have uh, and I have a guy for this, John C. McKinley. Do you know? Who I was going to say the Mountain. Oh, well, oh, I know who you're talking about. I'm uh. I'm talking about, uh, you, you ever see uh, the TV show Scrubs? Yes. John C. McKinley, I know who he is. Uh, he was also in um, Are We Done Yet? Or, uh, yeah, Are We Done Yet? Yes, yes. Where he played like the fucking guy who did everything for it. That's how I know him. But yeah, he would be perfect as the handler. Like he's got, like, he, like, he, he, like every so often he snaps. So like he's like really like calm and go looking in the second... Uh, Hugh Jackman and fucking Jonah Hill do something wrong. He kind of twists stop, and just shouts at them and shit and goes crazy. And then he goes, just absolute okay. bad. Yeah, just <laughs> just goes very calm. I want it's I want to throw Amy Poehler in there. Who? Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Okay. Leslie Knope from Parks and Recreation. What she really? What does she? I've do? never seen Parks and Recreation. Ah! Make her the president. But what? Yeah, what does she do? Hmm. Oh, oh I, no! I was gonna say she can be the the manager's therapist, but she shows up to every fucking like fucking competition, everything that they're like. <laughs> she's just working in, and she's like, she's sitting in the background, like, do your breathing. I want to say. Rubber. I want to say this she's is like, a video she's call she's thing. Like, so she's like <laughs> a video call thing. He keeps he he does that thing that thing where he breathes and he cuts himself back you know brings himself back from a rage he's like i'm gonna go talk to my therapist and he walks out <laughs> yeah exactly. and then, like, she's, then she's always like, like right next to him she's like okay here we go we're doing the thing and, uh, and she's like she's going with, I'm gonna steal, with him i'm gonna steal i'm gonna steal a scene out of drake and josh for a minute okay <laughs> and this is the bit i'm on about he speaks to his therapist, obviously, and then he comes back after, like, halfway through the film. And then, like, when they do something wrong and they look at him like he's about to go angry, he kind of looks at them and goes, I've spoken to my therapist. She says I can only get angry four times a day. He looks at his watch and goes, now's not the time. 
just does that. <laughs> just 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 freaks <laughs> out extra bit. It's perfect. <laughs> now is not the time. No. I want to. I want him to be like Sheldon Cooper, kind of OCD. Okay. okay. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Like no, like, no, like, like Jonah Hill sits in his spot because he's so like laid back and casual, and like Jason McKinley, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> John C. McKinley's just kind of like staring at him like you're in my spot. You are in my spot. Yep. Get the fuck out of my spot. Like, <laughs> it gets more aggressive. Goes on. I thought Jeremy Hill's not paying attention because he's chilling on his phone. I'm like, oh, he is like every. I want to say he's like every kind of phobic. Like yeah. He's OCD, like he's every kind of phobic. You know, germaphobic, arachnophobic, just yeah. every kind of phobic. That you like, can there's think a of. spider that appears on the training area and he fucking freaks out about it and just starts smashing it with a pickaxe and just hacking it. Yeah. <laughs> just goes crazy about it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that he I, I think that he could and do then, that just, um, oh. he has got just so many like, disorders like the, uh... yes I agree I feel like as well one of the opposing teams like Britain's team comes up and it's like two British actors like one uh, Tom Holland is one of them like a young kid uh, and he's just they're like really happy go lucky like we got this we can do this but then his teammate is just proper, like, creepy. And, like, kind of almost like that creepy guy that wants the kid but can't do it, but he's kind of committed now, so he's like, fuck, I have to stick with this. You know what I mean? Oh, so, yeah, what is that, that guy? Be, the, the, uh, Rufus Irons. Is that what his name is? Yes. I think that's his name. Oh, uh, that's going to bother me. Rufus... Iphens. Ah, do, so much do, dead do, do, silence do, do, right now. I'm trying to yes, find this guy. Re, no, Reese Iphens. Reese Iphens. The guy who plays Spike. I think, yes, I think... The guy who plays Spike, yes. Perfect. I He'd think be the that, perfect teammate with Tom Holland. Like, he, he has to play as Spike. He has to play as Spike from Notting Hill. Obviously, you get the reference, honey. You won't. But yes. you get it. He, he's like he's he's just you? like the entire. He's speaking well. It's like this the entire bloody time. Did you just <laughs> did you just say I won't get the reference? No, he said I won't. Oh, you won't. No, I oh, said okay. oh, won't get the I was about to say I've seen the movie. We, we spoke about not Hill, Chris. <laughs> we spoke about it if you remember the first time. Well, th that's the confusion. Why I was like, what do you mean? I won't fucking understand. Didn't we just talk about this? <laughs> Well, you need to watch Nine Kill, honey. That should be the next movie that we do. Um, it's out. brilliant. Notting Hill is but, um, highly recommend. It is a it is a fairly decent. Uh, that's uh what Julia Roberts, uh, Hugh Jackman, not Hugh Jackman, Hugh Grant, and uh, no, Hugh Grant. Hugh Grant. Yes, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of English actors minus one. There's two American actors in it. There's obviously um, you. you oh, fuck, let me get the cast up. I'll tell you because one of them is only like a guest appearance for it. It's Julia Roberts so, and uh, what's his face? Why are we going face? off track here? Uh, Who? Julia Roberts is the the main female actress, the the, the leading role uh, or the leading uh, romantic interest. Yeah. And I cannot remember. I cannot remember. I know other. who it is, but I'll just have to get it. 
he plays her boyfriend who comes back from out of town. It's Alec Baldwin. Wait. Wait, what's the movie called? Alec, Alec Baldwin? Yeah, Alec Notting Hill. Yeah, Alec Baldwin plays her boyfriend who comes out of town, who comes like who comes to uh, England to see her. When uh, Hugh Grant goes to see her in the hotel and brings her flowers and everything. Oh. But he's already there waiting for her. But yeah. Okay. okay. But anyway, back to, back, to, back to the topic of... So I thought it was Reese, uh, Reese William Baldwin, Ivan. not Alec. No, it's Alec Baldwin. But no, um, so Reese Ifans has to, plays Tom Holland's English partner for the English team. Because like, let's, put, let's put it this way. Each team, we've got to put A-list actors in each team, okay? They're all going to have their own handler. They're all going to have... So... The only guy who's consistent who goes to get everybody is the guy who plays Yondu when he with his like hippie hair. He goes to yeah. get everybody, but they've got a handler and they've got the team. So we've got Tom Holland and Reese Ifans for the English team, but who's their handler? Ooh. <sighs> I feel like their handler should be Mr. Bean. I feel like their handler should be oh, Mr. Bean. Rowan Atkins, yes. Hands down. Yes, oh. absolutely. Yeah. No, 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 actually Mr. Bean. No, no, no. So he did, an, uh, Rowan Atkinson's did another series of movies other than Mr. Bean called Johnny English. Johnny where English. Where he plays like an English spy. That. Oh my yeah, fucking he, God, yes. Yeah, but he's fucking terrible at the job. He's terrible at the job. That's how, how, that's how he should be as the handler. He should be that spy as their handler. I love it. Got an idea. What if it is Johnny English? He was fired. They let him go as a exactly, spy. He's not allowed to be a spy anymore. Exactly. And he does an equally terrible uh, job no, handling them. No, because in the them. third installment... Yeah, exactly. But I was saying in the third installment, he actually does get rehired because they need him for a mission. So <laughs> Doesn't mean he didn't get fired again. But, uh, but I know what you're saying, yeah. Oh, yeah, true. So, yeah, he's been <laughs> fired. He's now their handler, and he's terrible at that job. He can't even go get them a fucking drink when they ask for it. I want um, the Russian team. Who should we have for the Russian team? I was actually about to cast the French team with Sasha Baron Cohen okay, as the you lead guy. The team. Sasha Baron Cohen, but I also would like uh, an actor that is not French but has done a decent French accent in the past. Steve Martin is the handler. Okay. Oh my god, yes! Okay. I can see that. Channeling his, uh, what was it? Is it Inspector Clouseau? I'm going to say... Inspector Clouseau, yeah. <laughs> From uh, the Pink Panther movies? I see where you go. I see where you go. Yeah, I see. I see where you go. Yeah, I agree with you. That would be brilliant. The Russian team, I want to stick to my guns with another pitch storm that we did. Okay. I still think... Um, what's his fucking name now? Henry Cavill should play the Russian one. Like he, he's the Russian figure skater. No, let's be honest. He's an Englishman who could pull off looking and sounding like a fucking Russian. Let's okay, a... let's be honest. True. Who do... I know who I want for the Russian handler. And then, uh... gone. Who's the Russian handler? Dolph Lundgren. Yes, I agree. As the Russian I agree handler, hundred percent. There, that'd be brilliant. But then, but then, who's his partner? Who's his figure skating partner? Is it going to be another man, or will it be a woman this time? Because let's be honest, if it's a Russian woman, then we can have her say the quote: "I don't want to be strong like men. Yes! I want to be strong yes! like." Yes, 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 yes. We have to cast a woman. 
Oh, what's her name? Uh, who See, plays... that, that's why I knew, I knew that. Oh, what, what is the name of the woman uh, that plays the, uh, the the Russian wrestler in uh, Glow on uh, Netflix? I've never seen Glow, so I wouldn't know. Damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. She does a very good Russian accent. Alison Brie. No, I've just thought of one better. I've just thought of one better who could pull off a Russian woman, and I know she could do the accent as well. She used to be an MMA fighter as well. Deadpool, the woman who's strong, who goes up against fucking... What's his name now? Um, Colossus. You know, the woman who goes yeah. against Colossus and not shot yeah. Yeah. She's perfect for that role. Oh, Hold God. on, let me find her. The Russian team just has to be... The Russian team just has to be built like brick <coughs> shithouses. Or they're just buff. They're strong. They're aggressive. Instead of drinking water, they just drink vodka. They just sit there drinking vodka. Like, we don't have to practice. We know what we do. Gina Carano. Oh, God. Yes, she was perfect. Yeah, yeah, she was just uh, blacklisted, though. You know that, right? Oh, was she? You ever I, heard yeah, that I, know, I know. Fuck what she I, said. I, I, yeah. She's she been saying very bad things. Let's just leave it at that. She got fired from the Mandalorian. She just, yeah, because it, of what she oh, was saying. Oh, that's the lady that got fired from the Mandalorian. Yeah. I don't know. I don't watch the movie. <laughs> I, the, the show. I fucking the movie. I think uh, I don't watch anyway, let, Let's just not. But even even if she got blacklisted in this hypothetical situation, perfect actress for that role. Okay, it's yes. just, it's a perfect actress for that role. I agree. Oh I my agree. god, no! Hang on. A lot the Russian team, the Russian team don't practice; they just drink vodka the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've 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 all watched Kick Ass, right? And Kick yes. Ass Two. Yes. Yes. Mother Russia. Oh! Oh God, yes. Who plays yes. Mother Russia? Yes. Who is that? What's what? What's her I name? I don't know, but she... Olga Kurkulina. So she's actually Russian. She's actually Russian. Let, let's be right. honest. I mean, she doesn't have to talk. Doesn't have to say a word. Just has to be an intimidating. She presence. can just grow. Like, no, 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 no. She does have to say a word. She has to say that one quote. Probably when I, she's doing a I do not want to like be strong like men. I want to be strong like bitch who fight bear in forest. Sounds good. That's all she has to say. Like she inti- she intimidates everyone else who goes to see the Russian team and how they're doing, and then she that's what she does while she's working out. Like she's doing fucking pull ups with like fucking two two fucking elks like attached to the side of her, like two dead elks, and she's just doing pull ups with them, and like look yeah, at that fucking it's like look at gun. that fucking. Belly. Oh yeah, she, definitely. Jesus Christ. That's a lot. No, that's what I'm saying. She's got like you know, Okay, that that's it. That that's what happens. The, all the teams kind of go to see how the Russian team's doing. Henry Cavill sitting there with that with the handler drinking vodka, just like not even giving a care to the world. She's there with like two dead fucking reindeer, like chained to a <laughs> yes. pull ups with the extra dead weight. And she and then like they're all just looking at her, and she just says it. I don't want to be strong like men. I want to be strong like bitch who fight bear in forest. I just watch yes. all of them kind of just like the fuck this bitch is kind of crazy. This is now this <laughs> is a weird thing. Like, you just... ah, I've got I've got this. Hold on a minute. Now, not just that, 
But this is sort of a reverse mixed team where she takes on all the proper male roles and he, she lifts him. So yeah. she's lifting Henry Cavill the entire time. <laughs> yes. It's yes, exactly, yeah. Henry, Ca- Henry, Ca- Henry Cavill's just like walking around shirtless the entire time. like Just like that scene out of Man of Steel, okay, where he's got the fucking hair showing, he looks buff as you're just like, doing his thing. And then every time they've got to do the thing, she just kind of lifts him up and swings <laughs> him around and stuff. And, and he's super fucking shit. like wavy and graceful he's about like, it. fluorescent. Yeah. yeah, like he—he he, no, no, up until no, that no, point, we, just hard the entire time. Up until the point that they skate, and he's just graceful as hell. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, exactly. No, like he's like no, like he's they're, they're all walking around like he's walking around like a brick man. Just like dun, dun, dun. the second he gets on the ice, he starts skating like this. But then the second it's time for the tricks, he goes from this to graceful swan and just starts <laughs> fucking flowing and everything and stuff. <laughs> And they're all just kind of there, just looking like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> what the? I, but, huh? but no. But the thing is, what makes the Russian team so intense? What makes the Russian team so intense? Just to kind of make it show is like every time they skate and do like the push to make them skate faster, they're actually like making little crevices in the ice as they're moving. Like they're digging through the ice. <laughs> They've got to bring up the zamboni. We just are strong. To... Fighters will kill you resurface everything Follow by the time them they're, as done. they're going. Hey, you realize that we went off we went off they're up there. What's they doing the whole way off. Way off. We're still talking about it. Well yeah but No no we're just kinda of going in more depth in certain areas. So is this is basically are they just like uh scouting this is like an interplanetary Olympics or something? They're scouting an alien planet yeah, for yes, the... yeah, exactly yeah. Okay. So, yeah, the alien planet's a nice planet, and the only way these aliens know how to communicate is through interpretive dance, but because the interpretive dance can't be done on ice, they have to figure skate to talk to them, so they're like, we need to find the best of the best figure skaters. Like, it's like a Men in Black moment, like, you are the best of the best of the best. Like, that shit. <laughs> yep, it, it's that moment sort of thing. So, Jonah Hill's character, and fuck, oh, who, who did we pair him with? Uh, Hugh Jackman. They're... Yeah. They're obviously they become the best of the best because they're the ones who can do the movements properly and communicate with these aliens. That's how they do it. I've got this idea. What if they're not the best they of the fuck best? Up. <laughs> what if they're the only ones left alive? It's not that they're the best of the best. You're the best of the best of what's not dead. <laughs> Yeah, like, okay. no, like the Ru- so no. What happens? What happens is the Russian team kind of goes on a killing spree as they're doing their tricks, and they decapitate half of the fucking squads just there. And then as they both do, as they both do like tricks with each other, they accidentally decapitate each other, so all everyone's dead, and they're just calm. They're like, well, fuck. <laughs> and every show, and, and, and like right at the last minute. Like, they, they do the interpretive dance when they get on the planet initially, and basically, instead of saying, like, we come in peace, they actually end up saying, we want to start war. So they, they almost start a fucking war, and by the end of the film, they really have to hunker down and do this dance perfectly to say, we don't want war, we come in peace. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just fox them up that way. It'd be perfect. I, I agree. I like that. I like it. <laughs> now, how do we? How do we? And then, and then, and then, just. just go ahead. 
Well, it says we do half this movie. The, the, the note here was, uh, should we do half the movie in claymation? Yeah, the claymation. I want, I want the, the whole scene the where everyone gets their heads cut off and everything. Fucking like people are getting slaughtered left. I want it all to be in claymation. Anytime there is serious I want, violence, I want it is claymation violence. I want screams. I want fucking whimsical music. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Just but. But here's, here's one thing I want to see. One of the aliens, obviously, by the end of the film, and this is just like a little cameo by the end of the film, to, to like, show that they, they want peace, the alien actually, like, the alien leader, a head appears out of it, and you see, like, a claymation thing, like, dig around, and a head appears, who speaks English, and the head is none other than Chadwick Bowman. Just yes. there to speak to them, be like, we accept your peace offer. <laughs> I love it. Like the claymation. <laughs> we accept your offer. <laughs> That's it. Just... <laughs> and scene. <laughs> I would say that. And then, uh... no, 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 no. And then you just get like in. I was going to say, you just get an after credit scene of Jonah Hill like, arguing with Hugh Jackman. Just be like, I'm not doing this fucking movie ever again. <laughs> There is not going to be a sequel. But you know what I mean? It just shows like the outtakes of, of the actor's breaking character. Just... God damn it, fuck this shit! You want me to fucking do what? I... No! How much are you paying me? Alright, fine. <laughs> you need to put this butt plug tail in. And they're, no, they're like, no, they just hold it. They hold a butt plug tail like in front of Jonah Hill and he's like, you want me to do what with this? <laughs> no! They need to... them and then it's like, wait, how much am I getting paid? And then you just, pay, you just hear someone mutter under the breath tent uh, at like $200,000. Fine. And just grabs it out of fuck, fuck's sake. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen Punked? You've seen Punked, I take yeah. it, at some point? Okay. I, I think, think what so, they should yeah. do, they should do, as a part of the credit scene, is, is basically show them being, having ex explained to them, they do these really. They train hard to do these hardcore, like, violent scenes, massive amounts of choreography, <laughs> and after all the training is done, just before they're set to record the scene, it's explained to them that they're going to, not going to do the scene now, they're just going to do it in claymation. All we need is the voiceover. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah, like, beautiful. Part you of the end credits is just it. these actors flipping out because they trained so for the, months. No, 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 not even that. Not even they're all flipping out. Just at the exact same time, every actor, like, all standing lined in a row, just all does this at the same time. Jonah Hill's yelling, <laughs> I lost all the weight again for this! No, just... <laughs> oh, oh. I cut sugar no. out of my diet for nothing! And then it's like, no, you still needed to look thin for the part. It's not going to look right in the claymation if you're big, and then the claymation you is small. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, trying to explain it to him. No, technically, you just get into shape for a reason. Add fucking extra clay! <laughs> <laughs> but that's not what a dancer's body looks no, like. No, no, no. <laughs> and then, no, then we just hit. They were just hearing what like, off camera a black screen. We just hear him go, "Where's the nearest fucking McDonald's?" <laughs> 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 Someone call President Trump. He needs McDonald's. Uh, 
What? Why? What is he gonna be in the movie getting decapitated? No, is he well, gonna be yeah. in the crowd watching yeah. it? Yes. No, oh, but fucking like, <laughs> skaters finding out that like, you know, they're they're allowed to go and eat fucking McDonald's again and fucking Trump, you know, did oh, the whole okay. thing with the football team. Trump said in the White House, catering. he served the McDonald's that was cold. Just a buffet. Yeah, no, just ate McDonald's. No, do you know what? Be cool. No, no, okay. As much as we don't like Trump, we can't deny this would be funny. Like, right at the end of it, we just see an actual Donald Trump coming out figure skating, no claymation, just actually <laughs> figure skating, doing fucking pro. Like, you can't tell me that would not be hilarious to see. Yes. Just skating through the bloody carnage? It would be so good. Exactly, it just... Da -da, da -da. Let's build a wall. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> just stop. Yeah, just stops at the side of the. Too. Just stops at the side of the rink. This wall isn't big enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, maybe, maybe nobody would have died if the wall was bigger. Just not speaking. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta build a wall around we the world. We need to build a bigger wall. <laughs> We need to dig a bigger wall. Making the alien the alien civilization pay for it. Exactly. <laughs> Just the, the aliens are going to pay for it. We're going <laughs> to make them build it too. Next time this won't happen. As long oh, as you God, make me intergalactic president, everything will be fine. No. Ridiculous. No. And they start, and then, no, 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 one of the aliens, no, then Chadwick Boseman's alien just appears and goes, dude, we wouldn't even let you have Twitter, so shut up. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That, I think we've run the, run the gambit of this amazing. particular movie here, this this little pitch storm, and I think we can go we, ahead. We and have we have bled that pitch movie dry. Let's be honest. We have put everything into that movie apart from a fucking nuke going off in the middle of the fucking ice rink. Okay. Fuck that. <laughs> we've had blood, we've had carnage, we've had scary Russians. We didn't have Shia had Creepy Englishmen. I don't I don't know why I'm even saying that. Nobody got be, to hear the Nobody got to hear the other pitch storm that we didn't get to present. <laughs> I know. Uh, no, no, you know, if, Char no, if you want Shia LaBeouf in there, he's actually frozen in the ice, in the ice ring. Yes. Right. He's just kind of like, like, and like this. Han Solo style. <laughs> just, yeah, Han Solo style. Frozen and in carbonite. And then when the nuke goes off, he just kind of crawls out of it. Yeah. Sounds good. Fucking Terminator style. Terminator. Exactly. Yes. No, that's it. No, 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 that's it. Terminator. No, 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 that, no, that's it. No, no, he's not in the ice. No, there you go. We're gonna go to Terminator. After everybody's dead and he sent Jonah Hill and everyone up, he travels back from the future and goes, "Shit, I was too late." And then he's <laughs> got the whole Terminator thing, like he makes the ball and he's dug out the area of ice and everything. Like he's like, "Shit." Too late. <laughs> Donald Trump skates by him. <laughs> I can still fix uh, hi, this. <laughs> but I can still fix this. You're still alive. <laughs> How? <laughs> I might be late for all of this. Bang. But I fixed that. Yes. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger's just sitting in the stands with his legs crossed and a cigar going, he'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be back. 
Nope. Unless um, I would be back for the sequel. <laughs> no, no, no one's coming back for the sequel. You remember the argument during the uh, post credits? Remember, nobody. Fuck. Nope. Yeah, I don't give a fuck if this sequel. Nope. 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 <laughs> it's whole, gonna happen. Whole, whole new casting, whole fucking B-list actors. Just everyone like, wait, why are we doing this? B-list like, actors. None of the A-list would come back anymore. B-list actors dressed up exactly like the original actors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The A-list actors are just there being like, you can take this job now because we quit. Have and you... then like, even, even the producers and that just go, yeah, we're good. Uh, we're going to pass this over to this company, and it's the company that directs all of the movies for the Sci-Fi Channel. Have you ever seen the movies, uh, the Hobgoblin movies, <laughs> one and two? Nope. Yes. Hobgoblins one and two. They have the I original was, Hobgoblins. I was on the cast for that episode. You, good. Uh, the original Hobgoblins had one cast, and it was the same exact characters in the second movie, but none of the original cast members at all. <laughs> it's like none of these people even look like the original cast you members. Can, you can tell a movie did. Man. I was going to say, you could tell a movie was traumatic for people if they're the same cast members, well, the same characters, but different cast members. Yep. Then you know that movie was traumatic because those people quit. They quit real fucking fast. It was like, movie's done, I've been paid, I'm gone. Never again. Do not associate me with that film ever. They were basically attacked. <laughs> right. The entire movie was based around people getting attacked by puppets. They, they weren't even good puppets. They, they weren't... <laughs> It's just like somebody threw a stuffed animal at your face. Case level. It's like somebody threw a stuffed animal at your face and Mm -hmm. said, react. Like basket case level stuffed animal? No, basket case was even more animated than that. Oh, there's a a movie I actually want us to uh, do. Maybe not after Notting Hill, but there is a movie I do want us to do. Uh, Are we we exiting the uh, podcast now? No, uh, we're, we're actually uh, exiting it right now. We can discuss this during the rest of our Facebook live stream, but for right now, we're going to go ahead and uh, tie up the podcast for the night. Thank you for uh, sitting down and uh, listening to Cinematic Anarchy again, and, uh, well, uh, y'all come back now, you hear? <laughs> no? That's horrible.